get right to the new parak. This is the last parak of the Masechta. It's very exciting. We are we are really nearing the end of the Masechta. We have to figure out how to celebrate because this is this was a real long call. Um, I love this Masechta. I hope you did as well. I'm still enjoying it, but all good things do come to an end. I'll be prepared for the next cycle. <laughs> All good things come to an end. Yeah, that, that's what the, I remember in Yeshiva, we studied Yuvamas and uh, um, it was Purim, so the people were drunk. And one of the, you know, real, uh, you know, people who I looked up to in Yeshiva, who was a big masman who learned very well, he said, you have to learn Yuvamas to learn Yuvamas. In other words, meaning you have to have learned the whole Masakta to be able to learn it, because you, you don't really, you know, and uh, Right, it's like you have to get the full picture before you, in order to get any of the picture. So it's it really is like that. It's one of those kind of tractates. Anyway, with that, let's uh, start the last chapter. Ha'isha, the woman shalach bailav, it's a rasulim So she was left home with the kids, holding down the fort, and the husband goes with the co-wife. Okay, could just imagine the scenario. Well, you following the story? Yes. Yeah, it happened. Exactly. You stay, you you hold down the fort. That's your take one for the team. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, listen there. There's no right. She was whatever. She was left home. Okay, whatever. You'll get the next time. They you take turns. Okay. Okay. Um okay, anyway. Right. We're not talking about children here. And they told her that your husband died. So now we have a problem. As far as she knew, she did not have um, any any children. The first Neither, the the, nobody had children. The husband had no children. But we don't know. Maybe the wife who went with her husband, the co-wife, had child over there overseas. You understand the question. So... He, she can't, even though her husband's dead, and we believe the husband to be dead, we have no question the husband's dead, but who's she going to, is she free to marry? No. Well, maybe she needs Yibum. Well, can she do Yibum? Maybe she, maybe, maybe, maybe she does, maybe she has, maybe her, her husband had a son. The baby that was born. Maybe born. there was a baby, maybe the baby was born. Uh, doesn't need to be a boy, maybe any child. Any child, there's no mitzvah yibum. So because of that doubt that we can't figure out, so she can't marry anybody outside, and she can't do yibum either. Still she knows, maybe the co-wife became pregnant. So basically we need to verify more information before she can get married. You follow? We talked about a co-wife that's pregnant but does not delivered yet. As being a, as it figures out in Yibum, whether or not Yibum could be. Right, you have to wait. She's pregnant. Right. But there's no baby in the world yet. So you have to wait. See what happens. Okay, but right now we're saying that you can't do anything till we get more information. That's what we're saying. We're going to see. Can't ask questions yet in the Mishnah because the Gemara is going to get to all the points. But this is, this is, okay, so stay tuned. So that's the problem. Now, well, what about this? How is lo- now, what about this case? This is interesting contrast here. How is lo- a quick question. It's it's the it's the brother who isn't it the brother who chooses which of the wives to do yibum with? No, he doesn't choose. 
Yes, he does. He's the one who chooses. It's not the yeah, woman right, who chooses. Right, 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 right. But the point is, is that the the, the co-wife is overseas. She, she's at oh, this the, point in the story. Everyone's here. The, everyone's here. Everyone's here. They went over. They went to Hawaii on vacation. And they're still there. Long vacation. Right. And then she hears that the husband died. Ah, okay. The one here. And the one. That's right, not the one the, here. The one, the one, one here. Right. Yeah, but he, we don't know what's the story with the co-wife. Okay. Did fine. she have a child? What's got the story? Got it, got it, got we got only got, got news yeah, okay. of the husband dying. Okay, fine. Okay. Yeah. So we're up to. So that's the story. Now, What if she has a mother-in-law, also overseas? But and as far as she knew, the husband's dead. There was no brother to do ibum to, but the mother-in-law is still capable of having child. So We don't assume that the mother-in-law had a child overseas. At she needs ibum to a boy. Okay, there needs to be a boy. Okay, If however, the mother-in-law went pregnant overseas. So then, then we do worry, okay? That maybe the baby she had is a boy, okay? There's a potential yavam over here. We don't assume that if she's not pregnant, but if she comes out, if she left with the belly, so then we do worry about that. No, we don't. We, even if she went pregnant, we don't assume that it's a boy, because maybe it wasn't a boy, okay? Maybe, maybe it was a girl. Maybe it was a miscarriage. We don't know, okay? You follow that's the mission. An interesting contrast. Okay, now my he, um, 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 tsarasa. It's an interesting wording that we used. Okay, right? he Maybe that tsara is milberes. What does that mean? It's coming to teach us an interesting idea. We don't. We we worry that look. He went with his co-wife. So yeah, that's where we worry that, that maybe that co-wife is pregnant or not, and we can't and she can't get married. But or do Yibum, because we don't know. But um, we don't. What if maybe he went overseas for a long time? There was no co-wife, but maybe he married a, a woman there, and maybe he had child with that with that woman that we don't know about. You understand? It could be he was gone for a very long time. So the Gemara says lo chashim. That we're not choshesh for. If you know of another wife. That's a different story, but with, but but another wife that that might be there that we have no reason to think is there that we don't assume, and if 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 there was no other co-wife, then she would be allowed to get married. Okay, that's the ex. That's what is indicated in that line. And the, the mother-in-law case. The mother-in-law case is like this. She has the mother-in-law went overseas. Okay, with them. with uh, with everybody else except for her. She's the one who stayed home. The mother-in-law of the. Her mother, wife. This wife that's here holding down the fort, okay, says this way you'll take in the mail, you'll, you know what I'm saying? You'll pay all the bills. We need somebody to deal with things like that, right? So she stayed home. Everyone else left, including the mother-in-law. So that's what now, and then she hears her husband died, okay? So there's two concerns. If there's a co-wife, the concern is that maybe he had, maybe he had a, a child with the co-wife. But right now we're talking about where there's no other brothers. He's the only he's an only boy. Okay? You following her? So there's never if he's dead and there's no brothers, there's no mitzvah yibum either. So she should be allowed to get married, right? What are you worried about? Okay, but the only concern is is that uh, what if the mother in law had a baby? The mother in law went from her husband. She's with her husband. From, from the father in law. Yes. Okay. They also went on vacation. 
Okay. She was the only one. Right. <clears throat> so in that case, the wife that's at home has to wait until that baby comes a man. Comes a man, and exactly. Then they would get Thirteen years, right? Exactly. But w- w- the rabbis would probably do chalitza, though, right? Because but not till the age 13. difference. Right, exactly. But not till but she still has to wait till at least 13 years old. To do the chalitza. But the point being is, oh, no, she, the mother-in-law... stuck for 13 years. Right, but the mother-in-law cannot... The mother-in-law... We don't assume that the mother-in-law had a baby. Well, that avoid. I mean, if it's a baby, then we need yibum. She needs to wait. Because there's a brother in the world. There's a brother. If the there's brother a brother... Born, there's a brother that's Right born. now, her husband's an only son. Okay. The brother-in-law had relations with the mother-in-law? No, no, no. no. Her husband, her husband. Listen, okay. Her husband has has. A, she just has a baby. The her husband, baby her husband was an only son. Okay. So there's no possibility of yibum. If there's no brothers, we yeah, didn't no do yibum to them. Okay. Okay. There's no siblings. No siblings or just girls. Okay. There's no mitzvah yibum, and but the mother-in-law went on vacation. Maybe she had another boy. You ah, another another sibling. Yes, yes. a sibling to her uh, to her husband. Exactly. Okay. We don't worry about that. Okay. okay. All right. Now. Now I understand. Okay. Lotinas of She can't do anything. Now I don't understand this. Says the Gemara. Bitch, let me I understand not to yibum. The Dilma me Maybe she became pregnant. The kapok of All right. So you're transgressing a Torah very serious sin of eshasachta. Of marrying, um, you know, the wife, uh, you know, the, the the brother will be marrying Eishasach Shalopam Alka Mitzvah. Okay, that's a big iser. Eloloti Nase. Why can we let her get married? Am I Rov Nashim? Why not follow majority? And the Rov Nashim is Rov Nashim is Abros Fiotos. Most women become pregnant, and most women have children. In other words, the standard is that women are going to have children. That's the majority of women. And why can't we assume the majority that probably she's free to marry? Because after all, the rove dictates. And let's follow the majority. The majority is her wife, uh, the co-wife who's fertile, went with her, with her husband uh, you know, and was away for a very long time. So probably she had a child. Let's just assume that she had a child because that's what most women do. So Lema Rameri, is our Mishnah going like Rameri, the Chayish the Muta, who's worried about the minority possibility? In general, Rameri is always worried about what if, you know, the, 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 the slight possibility of something happening. You've got to worry about that, and you can't, you know, until you have verification, we can't assume, right? That's where Mayor Sheet in general. So are we going like, is our mission going like Rameir? So Rameir says, oh, no, not necessarily. It could be the rabbis would be agreeing over here to this din. When do the rabbis follow majority? That's a majority that's in front of us. Okay? Gives examples. Like the case of the, the nine stores. Okay? You find that's where you could follow the majority, right? You have nine kosher butchers in town. One non-kosher butcher. And you find a, a piece of wrapped up meat. In those days, there was no... The meat was like just, um, you know, wrapped in, in, in whatever. Butcher paper, okay? And that was it. And now, so I don't know which store it's from. They all are identical. So the rule is you follow the majority. And if it, there's nine out of ten stores is kosher, I can assume that meat that I find in the street is kosher. I can put it in my chunk and eat it. That's the halacha, okay? But that's because the nine stores are here. It's not just a theoretical majority. There's a majority in front of us. The Sanhedrin, also a Sanhedrin. You have, most of the people say yay, or hey, I don't know, and the others say, and the minority say nay. So but the, we follow the majority of the Sanhedrin. 
right? How come? Because but they're here. That's a majority that's in front of us. Okay, Abul Ruba Telesa Kaman, which is what this is. You know, most women have children. That's like that's not a that's not a present majority. That's just you know that's just a statistic. Statistical um, most most women doesn't really we don't can't rely low as rabbanon basaruba they don't follow that rove we still worry about the minority possibilities in those cases problem with that is is that they clearly do follow even that kind of majority let's say a case of a katan and a katana the two young two a young under uh, a child man boy and girl that's a rove that's not in front of us and they followed the majority as well What's the case? Bryce says, We had this earlier. We don't let them do chalitza or yibum. And Divir Mayor, that's what Mayor says. And get one came to chalitza. He has to be an adult to do to do chalitza, and, he, and he's not an adult. And he, we compare the woman to the man. So she, so he, so she also has to be an adult according to this. Okay, fine. But there's no it doesn't say ish by yibum, so why can't the katan do yibum to the katana? Because the katan, what if he's um, a eunuch? Right? If it turns out that he can't be procreate, then he has no mitzvah. Um, even though the likelihood of that is very rare, right? And katana islandess. What if she becomes an islandess? Then there's no mitzvah because she can't have children anyway. Point being is then there's only an iser of eshazach. It'd be transgressing uh, just the Yisra of Eshazach without any mitzvah. Why did the rabbis disagree? For Let's go by most majority. The majority of kids are healthy. And you don't assume that there's an outline case. Okay, so you don't have to worry. But what do you see? They're allowed, they follow statistical majorities as well. Not only present majorities. You understand the difference? Okay. So, El Machvarta makes more sense that, that, that our Mishnah clearly is going only like Rameyer. Machvarta Masisa Rameyer is going like Rameyer. Now, Bemayu Kimta Kirameyer. So we're saying, okay, so let, we just established now, finally, that our Mishnah is Rameyer, going like Rameyer. So, what happens, the problem is, let's look at the next line. Hey, Masifa, what about the last, the next part of the Mishnah? Hamos. She had a mother-in-law that also went overseas, okay, with the father-in-law. And a we don't worry that maybe it's a boy. Amai, why wouldn't you worry about it? Right? Most um, uh, most women do become pregnant and have babies. What what are you gonna say? mapilos, a minority uh, has a miscarriage. And anyone who gives birth is Mechzes Charm Mechzenekevos is um, uh, is 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 fifty fifty between male and female. Smoch Miuta de Mapilos the Mechza de Nekevos. So you have um, the minority of of miscarriages to the fifty percent that are surviving that are female. Fabulous Charm Miuta, and therefore having a male is a minority possibility. Fine. For Lechash Doma Kimin the Achzika. So, uh, so, uh, so, um, so, uh, so that's the question. 
why don't we worry? Is that maybe, I mean, I thought we worried about minority. If we're going like a mayor over here, we should worry about the minority possibility that you had a boy. Because he does worry about minorities, right? That's what I was explaining our mission is going like. So, so, so the Gemara answers, we should worry about it. So the Gemara says, Dilma, maybe there's a factor like this. Given the Ixakalashuk, the status quo is that she should be free to marry because there's no brother as far as we're concerned. So we have, in addition to majorities, you also have what's called a Chazaka. Okay? Chazaka means that we assume the status quo, right? That's what a Chazaka is. So, Kim and the Exodus, we don't worry about the minority possibility that maybe she had a boy, which is a minority. What so, happened if the gives birth to a baby boy after the brother passed away? So There's it, no mitzvah sibum. Remember, that's a, that's a, a brother, Shalohoyibalamo. He doesn't have a mitzvah. He wasn't here. He wasn't alive in the same time. There's no mitzvah to him. You're right. Good point. Okay, but you're talking about before. Okay, so 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 the question is, I don't understand. The Reisha, look at the Reisha. The Ichzeklibum, the established quo was that there would be a mitzvah yibum. So tiabim, so follow the chazaka to do yibum. So what's the difference? We're still there's an inconsistency over here. If you're taking the chazaka into a factor. So then that makes sense in the Sefer, but then in the ratio we should say that she should need Yibu. So Rav Nachman, Nachman says like this, when it comes to the ratio, the Yisukaris, which has a much more severe things at a cost, because it's Kares. For her to do Yibu to somebody that there's no mitzvah Yibu to, that's Kares, that's excision. If it's a, so a decision of excision, you can't just uh, do easily, okay, lightly. And uh, therefore, they're worried about it. Seifa, what's the worst case scenario in the Seifa that maybe she's a Yavama Lashuk, she's marrying when she shouldn't? Okay, the Isser Lav, it's only an Isser Lav. If there's a, okay, uh, she's not free to marry if there's another brother. Uh, so it's only an Isser Lav. They didn't worry about it. But they haven't come back from the tree. I know, but the point being is, is, do we worry that there was a new child that was born or not? That's the question. And the answer is, we don't worry about it. So, Amarava, Michti, I don't know. Let's see over here. Hada, Raisa, Hada, Raisa. That means we're not going like Reb Mayer. No, so the question, no, well, we're saying that we take into account Chazak as a factor. That's what we try okay. to fit in with Mayer. But the question, the question that we're asking is, is that why the difference between the race and the Seifa? So he said, because one's Karis, one's a Lav. That's not a valid argument. We only make distinctions between Daraisas and Darabanans. You could be more make about Darabanans. But if it's Daraisa, you say, oh, it's only Alav. It's not excision, so it's not so serious. That's not how we look at things. Alav is very serious, okay? A negative prohibition is serious. Mali is Karis, Mali is Lav. It's the same. In our minds, we would not worry about the possibility. In both cases, we should worry about the possibility. So Elam Ravasarov explains like this. Reisha, you got to think it through. Reisha, in the first case, the established status quo is that she should need Yibum. After all, there was no child that we knew about. He went with a wife, but there was still no children as far as we are concerned. So the Chazak is she should need Yibum. Okay? But 
Viruba Lashuk. But there's a rove against the Chazaka saying that, you know, most women, they become pregnant and they have a child. So probably her co-wife became pregnant and had a child. That's the majority of, what likelihood, of the likelihood. So it's a Chazaka, Lo Adav Kiruba. Chazaka is fighting a rove. You understand? It's the, mm-hmm. the two sides. The Chazaka says she needs Yibum. It was the status quo. The rove says that she doesn't need Yibum. She's free to marry. They're balanced. They cancel each other out. I see Miuta, the Mapilos, the minority possibility of, of miscarriage that could happen. Smoch Chazaka is attached on the Chazaka side. So in other words, you only, most women do have a child. Okay, So that's a rove. There's a minority that, that, they, that they, even if they become pregnant, they'll, they'll have a miscarriage. That's, and that goes on the Chazaka side, because if there was a miscarriage, there's also no mitzvah, uh, um, there's a mitzvah yibum that needs to take place here. So it goes together with Chazaka, basically it comes like what we look at is a 50-50. Oh, uh, and therefore, uh, we, we're stuck and we can't let her get married, and we can't let her do yibum either, because it's a 50-50 now. You understand? We have on the one hand a status quo which gives, has weight. We have a minority of, of, of miscarriages that ha, that, that's on the same side. And then you have a majority of that she had a baby on the other side. Uh, any either baby, whether male or female. So it's still the majority, right? Because either one, there's no mitzvah evil. Just, just a quick question. Yeah. The, if, the, if the co-wife that's on, in Hawaii has a baby, the, what, the, the, the other There's no wife, mitzvah. Yeah. She's free to marry. She's free to marry. Right. That's there's no yibum. There's no mitzvah. There's, there's no. There's a, there, it doesn't there's matter. One of the wife, a child from any wife. Any wife, no. exactly. It goes by the husband. Okay. okay. So the Gemara says, uh, what about the Seifa? Let's look in the Seifa case. Chazaka Lushok. The Chazaka, the established status quo is that she's going to be free to marry anybody. Because as far as we know, there was no brother in the picture. And therefore, there's no mitzvah yibum in the picture. Viruba Lushok. And there's a rove also saying that the, the, basically that she's free to marry, okay? Um, because you, the remember it's fifty fifty that it's male or female, but there's also a minority that it's a miscarriage. So even if it, the mother-in-law had a baby, it's only a minority possibility that the baby is a, a, a male and, and would be an issue. So you have the zecharim is a miyuta It's a minority. Within a minority, you understand, because we have an established quo, uh, established status quo that 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 the that that she's free to marry, but and, and even if the woman uh, became pregnant, the mother-in-law, you know, maybe it'll be a miscarriage, and if it's a miscarriage, then then there's still she's free to marry. And even if it's not a miscarriage, it could be a girl, and there's still no mitzvah yibum. So it's probabilities, right? Yes, that's the idea. The question is, but that's, and the bottom line is, because of miyuta de miyuta, if it's a minority, within a minority, even that, for that, lo chayish remeir, remeir doesn't go that far to worry about a minority within a minority. It's, it's not exactly probabilities as we understand it. The, there's, um, it's, 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 uh, but the, it, it's, I don't know how to explain it. The system, the way it works here, is not just, you know, uh, statistical likelihoods. It, it has to do with, um, uh, the what if we, we present the possibilities and we say well it's either A or B and if it, even if it's either A or B there's still another question if it's you know if it's this way right so it's, so there's two stages of question uh, that that level of maybe yes maybe no and then even beyond that maybe yes maybe no 
So that's to double ask, the double worry that we don't do, okay? Especially when it's on the other side of the chazaka. So that's the, that's the basic... Well, the Begitsu, they have to wait till they come back. Uh-uh. By the mother-in-law, we don't worry about it. By the, by the, by the co-wife, we do. That's the difference, okay? You just say that she can marry. She can marry... For the mother-in-law, meaning as far as she can, her, uh, if she's informed that her husband's dead, okay, and the husband has no brothers, even though the mother-in-law is also there, and maybe had a, maybe she gave birth to a boy, we don't worry about that because first of all, you know, maybe even if she became pregnant, so you know, first of all, the status quo is that she didn't have any kids, okay, but you're going to say, well, maybe she got pregnant. Okay, it might be a miscarriage and still no mitzvah. Oh, what are you going to say? That uh, it'll be a viable child? Maybe it'll be a girl and there's still no mitzvah. So because it's so many stages removed for the possibility to worry about it, that far, even a mayor is not koshish. That's the concept. Okay. Brings us to the next thing. She's not free to marry or do yibam. Now, the question is, where's the time frame over here? Is this a forever situation? You know, till we get news, we, that she's stuck, she's in Anaguna. Is that what's going on? So I'm Raziri. So Raziri says like this. Le'atzma, as far as she herself is concerned, there's three months that she's going to have to wait for herself. Obviously, she can't do nothing for three months because maybe before she left, you know, her husband, you know, before he left, she became pregnant. You know, he was, the husband was with her. Okay. Uh, and what about as far as the other wife is concerned? Tisha, she has to wait uh, nine months. But after nine months, then let's do the chalitza just in case. And then either way, and then she's free to marry. In other words, if she, you have to wait the nine months because maybe um, the, the, you know, maybe she, the, the co-wife got, became pregnant. And if that's the case, you can't do chalitza. But uh, you can't do uh, because... That's not what's going to permit her. That's the baby that's permitting her, her to get married. But after nine months, do chalitza, and then if there's... Nine months of the passing away. No, no, no. Nine months from when they went on vacation. Okay. Because if, if, she beca- if the co-wife became, had a baby, so then... The, oh, or maybe it's nine months from after passing. You're right. After, after pa- passing away. After passing away, right. Because it could be that she became pregnant the very last day before he died. Okay, So you wait nine months after you hear the news that he's dead for the co-wife. To make sure she... To make there. sure. And if, the, and if the co-wife had a baby that we don't know about, so then after nine months, then she's free to marry. But well, what, what three if she... Months, what? For herself, she has to wait three months from when the husband left. But it would make sense to be the same thing for the other wife. Yeah, yeah but... If she's with him. Yeah, but the other wife is not here. The other wife's not... We don't know what's doing with the other wife. They're overseas. So we only heard news that the husband's dead. We don't know anything about the co-wife. Got it. And we don't know exactly... But once we heard that the husband's uh, we dead... Don't know. What? Yeah, 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 we don't know. Got it, got it, got it, got it. The brother that is with the, the original wife does, does a chalitza. What's the you can't do chalitza if there's a baby. You can't do... That's... No, no, one second. If she's pregnant, here's the story. If, if she's pregnant, then what frees her to marry? The chalitza or the baby? The baby. The baby. But what if the baby's not in the world? The baby has to be born in order for her to be free to marry. The baby has to be born. So therefore we wait, let's say the, the husband died on July, on July 1st. You wait nine months. 
And then we say, okay, now, if the wife became pregnant, the co-wife became pregnant, she already had her baby now, and therefore, then this woman is free to marry. What are you going to say? She didn't become pregnant? So then she'll do chalitza, and then she'll be free to marry. You understand? But you can't do the chalitza within those nine months, because, and then let her get married, because what if the, what if the co-wife is pregnant? So then the chalitza is nothing, and she's not free to marry. Chalitza and the, is nothing. Nothing, right? A chalitza only works when there's no baby. So she suddenly has a child, then she. Then so you, then you do the chalitza as insurance <laughs> to make sure, just in case she didn't have a child. If she had a child, then I'm free to marry without it. If she didn't, then then with the chalitza I'll be free to marry. That's the story. That's what Ziiri says. Rabbi Chanina Amar, no, laatz mashlo. You're right. For as far as she's concerned, she always has to wait three months from when the husband left. Lechaverta laolam. We always worry. Um, and therefore, she can't marry at all. The three months is logical because now the question after is: after three months, she knows if she's pregnant or not. No, yeah, but we, we are, that's for her. We're not. We're, we're talking about the 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 co the, the the wife will remain the co wife that's gone. We don't know what happened to her. So the question is: What's the problem? Just do chalitza after nine months, and then for sure she's free to marry. So Abaya Bar Avin, Rab Chanina Bar Avin said there's an issue with this. Amri Tavari, they both think Zera, we have a decree, Shem Yeh, Vlad, Ben Kiyama. What if the co wife had a viable child? And then you're going to need to proclaim that this Chalitza was not really a Chalitza. Okay, so the Gemara says, and what's so bad about that? Velitzracha. So the Gemara says that's it's no problem. People might have seen the chalitza, and they won't. They missed the the memo that oh by the way that was an unnecessary chalitza. And they'll come to the, the erroneous conclusion that a chalitza is allowed to marry a kohen. I think that the only way to to be certain is to wait the kohen to come back to the. After the three? Yeah, but that's that's yeah, but that means she might be in Aguna. You understand that you're being a little strict over there. But that's what they're saying. That's one opinion here. Now, Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, Nitinli this is a we have a kash here. Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, Nitinli Ban Bimidiasiyam. I had a baby overseas with my husband. The Umra and she says, Mais Bini Vakak Baili, first my son died, then my husband. Nemenas we believe her. But if she said Mais Bali Vakak Bini, and in a menace for Khajlodvara, Vakalatz is Lumsia Bemis. She will do a Khalitza and not a Yipam. I don't understand. Velechos Dumasu Aidim, Vamru Kidakamra. Maybe witnesses will come and say that you know what? She told the truth. She did have a kid, and the kid outlived her husband. And then we have independent verification of that, and then this Khalitza was for no reason. Okay? How can we let her do chalitza? You understand the question? We, we, you, you told me that we don't do chalitzas um, unless, we, you know, unless we know for sure because then we're yeah, going to have to take back the chalitza. If independent witnesses come and tell us that the, that the story she told us is true, that she had a child, and the child was, was alive after her husband uh, already died means there's no mitzvah yibum. There's no need for a chalitza. Then this chalitza is going to have to be an announced chalitza that it's not really a chalitza. So uh, why why did they say that? So Amar Papa, you're right. Begrusha, she was already a divorcee, and since she was already a divorcee, so therefore there was anyway not relevant. She no, anyway, a widow. No, she was already a divorcee, but from before, meaning she never anyways not permitted to marry Cohen, regardless of the fact. 
that she got a chalitza or not. Because of the divorce, she was married to another husband before she married this guy. So therefore, she anyway is not allowed, not allowed to marry a Kohen. So what are you worried about? Nothing. Okay. So therefore, that's the case over there. Rav Chia Bar Breder Rav Huna Amar BeAmra Ani Vehu Nechbenu BeMara. Her story was is that me and him, we were hiding in a cave together, and the idea being is that me, my son, and my husband were in a cave, and nobody ever saw us. And there's nobody else to testify. So we're not worried that witnesses are going to show up and make this story, you know, uh, verify the story because it was completely unverifiable. She's saying nobody, we hid in the cave. And according to her own words, that everything happened in the, in the hiding in the cave. That nobody ever saw her husband. Nobody ever saw her. The husband died the, the, and the son died. The son outlived the husband, but there's no independent verification. According to her, that poss- that's a possibility. Anyway, that's the story with that. Okay, next, uh, let's do the Mishnah. You have two Yavamas. Zomer's mace, Bali. This one says, My husband died. Zomer's mace, Bali. This one says, My husband died. So it's a fascinating situation. In other words, they're married to brothers. You're following the story. Two women married to brothers, and each one is saying, Their husband is dead. Okay? So, Each one. Is although they they should be allowed to marry because we believe them. I believe you as far as you're concerned that your husband's dead, but I don't believe you as far as your as far as the Yavama that your husband's dead, and therefore the other one's not free to marry because maybe he's still alive and and there's a mitzvah yibum, and I believe each one. We I believe you as far as you're concerned, but I don't believe you as far as the co-wife is concerned, as far as the Yavama is concerned. The, okay, the guy died. And he has two... Reuven and Shimon. And he has two brothers. No, no, no. No. There's two brothers, Reuven and Shimon. Reuven's married to Rachel, Shimon's married to Leah. They're not related. Now, what's happening? Um, Rachel and Leah, uh, Rachel says, my husband Reuven's dead. We say, okay. And and Leah says, my husband Shimon's dead. You following? Both are saying the, the both claiming their husbands are dead and they want to get married. So although we believe Rachel that Ruvain's dead as far as as far as she's concerned, but we don't believe Ruvain's dead as far as Leah is concerned, because she's not believed as far as the Yavama. We don't she's one of the five women we don't trust. So we think Ruvain might be alive, and therefore Leah is not free to marry, even though she said that Shimon's dead, but she's not free to marry because maybe Ruvain's alive. And Rachel's not free to marry because maybe Shimon's alive. Because we only believe Leah for herself that Shimon's dead. But we don't believe her that Shimon's dead as far as Rachel is concerned. And therefore, they're both stuck. That's what what's happens going. if there is a brother Shimon, a third brother? Oh, then that's always a third brother can do Yibum. That's not a problem. It's just, he can do Yibum to both girls. Yeah, both exactly. Wives? So that wouldn't be a problem. These yeah, are the only, only two brothers. choose one though, right? There's all, yeah, no. But, well, no, they're from no, different but they're two siblings. They're from, yeah, one's he from Ruben. One was married, right? These two, two Yibums, right? Two Yibums. Because they're from different, they're different husbands. We're going to have two wives. Okay, but we're talking about the Ruben and Shimon are the only two brothers. Now, so, so what's, so now listen to this. Okay, so that's, one of them has independent testimony that her husband is dead, that Ruvain is dead. Okay? And the other one does not. It's only on her say so. So Rachel has witnesses that Ruvain's dead. Leah has no witnesses that Shimon's dead. 
She just, it's just on her say-so. So, the one who has witnesses, Rachel, Asura, is forbidden. Because, bottom line is, we're not sure that Shimon's dead. We only know it from Leah's say-so, which we don't trust as far as Rachel's concerned. Okay? And the one who has no witnesses, Leah, Muteris, she's free to marry. Why? Because, as far as her husband's dead, we believe her, Shimon, as far as she's concerned. Uh, what about Reuven? We have independent proof that Reuven's dead. So there's no mitzvah, but she's free to marry. Okay? Luzu banim. Luzu ain't banim. What? It's perfectly logical. Think it through. The one with witnesses, we, we never... The one with witnesses doesn't have a... About, do, do, no, the one with witnesses that her husband's dead, that it helps for the Yavam. It doesn't help for herself. You understand? She, we're not worried about Rachel's wife as far as she's Rachel's husband as far as she's concerned. We're only worried about what's the story with her brother-in-law. Maybe he's still alive, and we don't have. The brother-in-law, I mean, then she I'm needs refer- Yibum. I'm referring the brother-in-law who is served. We have a him. Right. So that. So so therefore, that's that's only relevant to Leah. That's not relevant to Rachel. So Leah is Leah is good. Leah is good to go. But Rachel's not. Rachel's up the creek. Because we don't have she only has Adam about her husband. She doesn't have Adam about her brother-in-law. That's the problem. Okay. Now, what about this case? What? It's fascinating. One has children. The other one doesn't have children. The one with kids, Muteris, is free to marry. Okay? Because there's no Yibam anyway. Okay? One without kids is forbidden because we, don't, we worry that maybe the other one's husband might be still alive as far as she's concerned. What if, this is very interesting, what if there's a Levi, okay? And Levi did Yibo, okay? To the two wives. Because the whole concern is we know their husband's dead. There's a mitzvah's Yibo. The only, so he did Yibo to both of them. Or there was two brothers that are alive. So one did one. There's Levi and Yehuda. Levi did Yibum to Rachel. Yehuda did Yibum to Leah. And then, Omesu, those Yivamin died. Without kids. You following? Hayivamin asuros, Linase. Now they're forbidden to marry. Because we still don't know. Maybe Rachel, maybe, maybe Reuven's still alive as far as Leah is concerned. And maybe Shimon's still alive as far as Rachel's concerned. Okay? That's a fascinating thing because we never really verified it only as far as she's concerned. But the brother, we, 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 since we believe her husband to be dead, we even allow her to get a yibum. You understand? So the but Rebbe Lazar says, no way over here. Rebbe Lazar, Omer, once we believe fully enough that the husbands are dead to even allow the yibum, that's it. We, we already consider him dead and, and not alive anymore. Fascinating. Well, All right, we'll stop I'm over there.